You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. Railroad Inc. is a competitive puzzle game for the whole family. Roll the dice and draw routes on your board. Create transportation networks and connect exits to score points at the end of the game. Play with one or more of the expansions for a more challenging experience. Welcome to Tabletop Arcanum, this is Justin, and today I bring you a review of Railroad Inc. Everything that they've made so far, actually, and there's quite a bit of Railroad Inc. But first, let's go into the basics. It's a roll and write game. The group will be rolling a set of dice. Everyone's going to be using the same symbols on those dice, but possibly placing them in different locations on their game board and to see who builds the best routes and scores the most points at the end of the game. Now this game is with a single box, one to six players if you get the original red or blue versions, one to four players if you get the yellow or green versions, and plays in about 30 minutes. The big boxes, which give you the game boards, the core dice, markers, and everything you need to play are $19.99 MSRP. But there are seven micro expansions, which add extra challenge dice that are available for $9.99 each MSRP. So there's a lot of different things we can unpack with this game. First impressions, Railroad Inc. We're talking like, I almost feel like they were going down the Pokemon route as we started with red and blue and then got yellow and green as uh, the next expansions and then a bunch of micro expansions. But the original Railroad Inc, either Blazing Red Edition or Deep Blue Edition, calls up to six players. You can find both versions for up to 12 players. While I haven't done it yet, I suspect if you take the boards and things from the yellow and green versions, you can keep adding players because as long as everybody can see the dice, first impressions on the box, everything is beautiful colored the art is slightly different between the boxes you can actually have a beautiful layout they have magnetic closings another nice thing is red red blue green yellow all offer special challenge dice so there actually is a kind of a point to get most of them not only to play more players but there's different dice mods that you can use between them the boards themselves are pretty well your standard dry erase style laminated boards probably most disappointed in the presentation of the micro expansions uh, as well as the storage solution. The big boxes I was mostly impressed with in general from aesthetics and, and look of the game itself. Now, I am a big fan of roll and write games, so Railroad Rink was definitely up one of my alleys as far as that. Easy to solo and relatively fast game. Most games take 30 minutes or less because you're taking the same amount of rounds each game, running down your drawings and then rolling dice and rinse and repeat until the game's over. What tends to make the game a little bit longer is when you start adding some of those challenge dice or challenge cards that the later expansions add in because they add a little bit more complexity to the rule set and you may need to refer to how those are supposed to be used or scored in each game. The great thing about it is each box of the core set does come with its own set of challenge dice. So you can get lava and meteors in the red, you can get rivers and lakes in the blue, yellow has deserts and canyons, and green comes along with forests and trails. Or seven other boxes are all themed, and they usually have anywhere from one to four different modification sets of dice. So you can have sky, futuristic, electricity, engineering, eldritch, arcade, or underground expansions. And they each add a new element. Now, some of the things that Railroad Inc. does well is adapting to all these changes and having a lot of variety amongst the game modes, whether you're playing with goal cards, whether you're playing with 
these challenge dice to modify the game set. All of these things work well individually. Um, the game is pretty easy to teach in the core rules, but when you start adding those expansions, it can get a little trickier. And overall, it's a game that I think Roll and Write fans love because it has that complexity that you're looking for and it's not just writing numbers. There's a lot of good things Railroad Inc. does. I've already touched on some of the um, opportunities that Railroad Inc. offers. Storage is one of them. In their latest Kickstarter, they did offer a kind of a all-in-one storage box that could hold all of the individual packs together. But since that's not available at retail, it's a little tough for the retail customer to get their hands on something like that. It would be nice to see something come out as a, even if it's an empty box or a box that comes with a couple challenge dice, but has the capability of storing all the other dice and rule sets and cards. That would be a nice thing to see in the future. Presentation and price on the games themselves. $19.99 is a wonderful price for the core box games. However, at the $10 price for the individual challenge packs, that's where I don't know if you get the real value out of them. They're neat, but only if you've exhausted your efforts on the original boxes with the original challenge dice. Or if there's one that really calls to you, like I'm a big fan of uh, all things Eldritch. So the Eldritch expansion was definitely one I eyed more than the rest. And has fun aspects like investigation dice, tentacle dice, portal dice, and ritual dice. So all of those kind of add a new element that I think the theme is fun, but that may not be the same case for other. I also was a big fan of the arcade expansion, mostly the Tetranamo pieces, because it made you score points based on where you lay in those Tetranamo routes. The quality of the dice is amazing, especially when you're looking at all the challenge dice that have unique symbols and features to them, so I will be happy to say great job on all that but it all falls down to now i have a lot of dice to store and nowhere really easy way to store it and that's where i feel it falls apart a little bit for me now the second piece to that is you can't just blend it all together throw all the dice in one big giant pool and go haha let's play most of the modules can play well with each other's but there are certain ones that don't and the rule sets don't tell you very well what doesn't mix well there's a qr code on all the boxes and on horrible guilds website they do have a uh, tool that you can plug in what expansions and it'll tell you if it's compatible or if there's any modifications to the rules that you would need for those but that would have been a nice thing to have in these expansions to start with especially when all of them were built together. While it is a solution, it is not an ideal solution for most board gaming groups in my opinion. Overall, I want to say Railroad Inc. is a fantastic roll and write game. It has a lot of good legs on it. For $20, it's a great 1-6 to six or 1-4 to four player box. In that, I say it is worth the investment. When you start going into maybe a second box, a uh, core box, I would say, hey, if you're looking for a higher player count and want to get beyond that 4 or 6, great. Get the other color boxes. If you are a true fan of Rail Rink, then I would look at the small box expansions. I probably would do those less, last and only grab the ones that interest you the most. Now Horrible Guild is nice enough to have all of the rule sets on their website, so if you want to say, what is the engineer pack like? You can actually go to their website and learn about the rules and settings that engineering pack dice do. So you can actually not only see it, but you can actually read up on the rules before you make that purchase. And I highly recommend doing that because some of them may be more in line with what you like to play as than others. Recently, there was also a digital version released on Steam, and it is relatively fun and easy to learn because it takes almost a one-to-one -one translation of Railroad Inc. If you were looking for a digital roll-and-write game, Railroad Inc. is 
got a solution for you there too. Railroad Inc. does have a space in my collection for the roll and write genre that it is. It will go alongside with a couple other roll and write games that I truly love and has a unique enough flavor that I really do enjoy it in that sense. Despite some of the complications I have with it, it may not be a game that you want to have a completionist set mind for, but to have a copy or two of the base games on your shelf would definitely serve you well. This has been Justin with Tabletop Arcane's review of Railroad Inc. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you do, make sure you follow us on social media like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or YouTube. Make those subscribe, like, leave us a comment. We'd love to read them and respond back to you when possible. As always, happy gaming. Tabletop Arcanum produced by Justin Taylor. This episode is hosted by Justin Taylor. Mixing and editing by Richard Geese. Original theme by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. Check the description for this episode's featured background music. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow. And leave us a review if you would. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.